You're listening to The Breakaway Breakdown, a bi-weekly podcast featuring Breakaway Roping's top talents from the professional level down to the amateurs, news, and more. We're going to be covering the fastest sport on dirt. I'm your host, Caitlin Gustav. This episode is brought to you by Equinity. Stay tuned for the commercial break to learn more. Welcome to another episode of the Breakaway Breakdown podcast. On this episode of the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, I am honored to have hosted the one and only Julie Mankin, who is a contributing editor to the Breakaway Roping Journal. You guys have probably seen her stuff. Julie is a former newspaper editor and Wyoming-based freelance writer whose work has appeared in Western Horseman, American Cowboy, the Team Roping Journal, and more. As a Breakaway Roper, she earned a top 10 finish at the College National Finals Rodeo and a Colorado Professional Rodeo Association Championship. And she just recently won the 2021 WPRA Media Award, which she'll be honored at WPRA Star Celebration on December 2nd for her work with the Breakaway Roping Journal to help drive the sport forward. Don't forget, leave us a rating and review and enjoy this episode with Julie Mankin. Well, today on this episode of the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, I am fortunate to interview and host Julie Mankin, who is a contributor to the Breakaway Roping Journal, and she also just recently was honored with the 2021 WPRA Media Award. Julie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you, Caitlin. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, and like I just said, you were just honored and and were awarded the 2021 WPRA Media Award by, you know, with your articles on the Breakaway Roping Journal. How great is this, especially with the Breakaway Roping Journal being so new? It's only been a year in the making. How awesome is it to be able to win this award promoting the sport of breakaway roping? Yeah, it's still surreal, I'm sure, to to a lot of of women ropers. I've actually never won this award, even mm-hmm. though I've been uh, I've been <laughs> writing about rodeo for 23 years. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, you know, back in the 90s when I started uh, doing public relations for the PRCA, mm-hmm. I lived with Charlene Harris in Colorado Springs because she worked for the WPRA, mm-hmm. and so I got kind of an inner an inside look at kind of, you know, what it took to, um, you know, to be at the helm of women's rodeo. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, uh, it was pretty outstanding. And it was kind of funny a year or two ago, I ran into Charlene at a, at a wedding. We're from the same town. She's uh, world champion, Bobby Harris's mm-hmm. uh, sister. And, uh, and I always roped well, you know, family, friends and it was funny. We we both had had decided we had heard some of the media as this breakaway thing got going. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about you know the young girls, the the teenagers, and some of the young girls that rope really well. They were they were calling them pioneers. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she and I, we just kind of slapped ourselves. And I thought, man, you know. And it's kind of funny, Caitlin, because mm-hmm. then later I had talked to Jimmy Monroe, and I think those of us on the inside of women's rodeo for a lifetime had no idea the lack of awareness in the general public about breakaway yeah so yeah we both kind of have discovered that and so anyway yeah it was funny i just started typing and i didn't stop (laughs) and uh and i you know i wrote i was on a campaign i wrote letters to all my old colleagues at the cowboy channel because i used to work it full-time at rfd tv and and those are my friends that Mm -hmm. were 
thinking that this was brand new. You're like, <laughs> so, no nope, jokes yeah, on you. So, <laughs> I and you know, gosh, poor Chelsea Schaefer at Equine Network. I think I handed her five thousand words. It was like, could you post this? <laughs> Because I just, I want people to know what Mac Altizer did, you know, mm-hmm. to, I mean, Breakaway's been at PRCA Rodeo since the 80s. I mean, people just don't know. And then, gosh, and I want people to know, J.J. Hampton won those gold buckles the hard way. Yeah. I mean, in the 90s, there was a women's NFR and, and you know, we, we rodeoed and, and I didn't go as hard as some of them, but it was just, I wanted people to, I don't know if it got across, but. I'm telling you, women's rodeoing in the 90s, it was like an Oscar-winning movie. Mm-hmm. Um, to be out there doing that, and it's just all women and really handy women, fierce women, amazing women. I mean, we're gathering our own calves at the pasture, at the yeah. rodeos. <laughs> so there was just a really, uh, I think, a void, and I just wanted uh, people to know, you know, Carol Hollers, it got breakaway out of the amateur rodeos. Mm-hmm. You know, where would we be? without that and honestly i think another thing um the weight and legitimacy that this breakaway snowball got really really traces to the wpra because honestly think about the sports commentators and the and the media types and the journalists and and the rodeo announcers Mm -hmm. that that they would not be able to say 19-time world champion jj hampton is a Think about what legitimacy that gave it. I mean, otherwise, without, you know, women's rodeo and those world championships, I mean, they just have to say, well, you know, here comes that woman from Abilene. Yeah. She sure won a lot in college 30 years ago. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. So I just um, I just felt like there was a void there in, uh, in people knowing the heritage and, and how Breakaway got here. And I just think, you know, for young barrel racers and young breakaway ropers mm-hmm. to understand why they hold a WPRA card as mm-hmm. opposed to a PRCA card or something else. Yeah, there's more than just logging on to WPRA and purchasing your pro card. There's there's a lot of history behind how we even got to this point that people it's, don't it's, realize. Yeah, it's super rich. And when you think about Dolly and, and Jolie Lauderet and mm-hmm. what they did to keep the WPRA going and the lean years and just the women who have stepped in and really advocated for, for other women, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's important. Yeah, definitely. And for people listening to this podcast, um, if you guys want to go to breakawayropingjournal.com and you can look up the history that Julie is talking about with with JJ and Larry D and, and all these guys, it's the 10 unsung heroes is on breakawayropingjournal.com that Julie had written about these unsung heroes that people don't really realize shape the sport. Um, and that's one of my favorite pieces too. I, I go back and read those all the time because it's such, like you said, such rich history that people don't realize. For sure. And gosh, it is kind of remarkable um, what's, what's, how good the girls are roping today. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always been a lot of women who roped really well. And, you know, prior generations would be just as competitive, I, I feel. But um, it's amazing, you know, and it starts with high school rodeo, what mm-hmm. they've, what they've done, you know, breakaway has been a staple for, gosh, 50 years. <laughs> and now then they started junior high rodeo Mm -hmm. so that's just gotten these kids started that much younger and it's also given tie down ropers a leg up you know they start as breakaway ropers in junior high so i just uh yeah it's just it's just good to educate and uh 
and keep people aware of it. And, um, yeah, and it's, it's amazing for me, you know, those women, those of us in our thirties and forties, it's just, it's just phenomenal to get to see it, uh, you know, being, you know, it was funny when they asked for some information for this award, I thought back and I thought, man, you know, I think I'm like a lot of women and, and, you know, I did well in college, you know, top mm-hmm. five at the CNFR. And then I got out of college and got an eight to five, but I still amateur rodeoed and I won the amateur, you know, um, thing in, you know, the CPRA in uh-huh. Colorado. And then it's like, they're just really, well, what else? Is I mean, amateur rodeos didn't pay that well. So mm-hmm. are you really going to keep your calf horse for that? I mean, some people did, but not so much. So it's just really, I'm just really I think it's a blessing that uh, that there's money to be won and think you know goals that yeah. uh, girls can keep after school. Yeah, definitely. And I did want to talk about that as well because you're not just a journalist; you rope as well. Um, and so. You know, talk about your personal roping, like your breakaway roping. And I know you still team rope a little bit here and there. Um. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, gosh, you know, <laughs> looking at the old pictures, uh, the horses, obviously, in every discipline today, I think they're, I mean, the barrel horses, look at the breeding and the mm-hmm. and the head horses and especially the calf horses are are really, you know, fine-tuned in what they're bred to do. And, you know, we learned on heel horses and ranch horses, and, you know, they weren't uh, they weren't necessarily um, NFR tie-down roping horses. <laughs> we were <laughs> we were chasing calves on. But, um, you know, but we still we still were competitive. And, gosh, I, I will always have a fondness for, for an all-around horse. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I um, gosh, I top-notched my calf to win the 95 CNFR on – a head horse you mm-hmm. know you could head heel we were in the short run my sister and i were both on the university of wyoming team there was mm-hmm. only three women on the team back then and so she was high call in the goat tying and i was second or third high call in the breakaway on the same horse oh. just a big old kind head horse you know Those and, are the good ones, though. so he was just he was just part of the family and and um i wish you know he could have won horse of the year if, if yeah. she and i didn't both uh uh, joke that day, he could have maybe, but yeah, it's it's really neat to see the horses. Madison Uthier's horse, and just gosh, there's so many. And then you look at the Cowboy Channel and how it's given everybody a chance to actually watch mm-hmm. Breakaway, and I and it kind of struck me watching Salinas. It's like wow, you know, the camera angles, and it's actually giving people a real idea. You know, this this discipline. I mean, you know, the close-ups and the, the scoring and how these horses work and I, I just thought man that's definitely something new that uh that helps yeah no definitely it definitely is giving people who are sitting at home not being able to go to the rodeos something to watch and um and see that these girls mean business when they back in the box at these rodeos too they sure they're definitely fierce and you know gosh i've been promoting you know women barrel racers uh, uh-huh. this whole time but i just think you know i look back and you know, gosh, Charmaine was, you know, big when I was a little girl and, um, you know, being able to go compete with her as a teenager and win money like she did. And that was Mm kind of life changing to a young teenager. And I just appreciate the WPRA for that. And I thought, you know, how many women grew up and they wanted to be Lisa Lockhart and Sherry Servey Mm -hmm. and as they should, I mean, what ambassadors to rodeo those women are, but you know, how much more grace and, and, 
guts and beauty mm-hmm. and grit, you know, could little girls absorb when we teach them about Betty Gale and mm-hmm. Jimmy Joe and Larry D. It's just really fun to get to do this. Yeah. And that's, a, there's, you know, there's all the, the women that uh, girls, you know, my age or younger that didn't, we didn't get to meet those icons like Betty Gale Cooper, you know, but we have the JJs and the Jackies and the Larry D's right now who are continuing to pave the way for us. Um, you know, what a, the, cause you've, you know, you've seen it all. What are your thoughts on like, on how women advocated for the sport back then to how the women are advocating today. Right. Well, you know, they're just, they've just, it's in their blood. They mm-hmm. can't stop. They just crave it. And that's such an inspiration. I mean, uh, you know, it's JJ, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a Cody old type thing that mm-hmm. she has. And, and that, that's uh, all in, attitude is just so contagious i mean and then you know thank god jimmy joe and larry d they might have a bad back and a bad knee Mm -hmm. but you know they backed in there in las vegas a few weeks ago and won it all and i love that today's girls you know your age and younger you get to see it live Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to read you know although there isn't uh nearly enough there was never enough media platform for women ropers there just never has been and and i just give kudos to equine network for sticking its neck out and launching the breakaway roping journal when this you know was just a little tiny snowball Mm -hmm. it really hadn't got going and i think the momentum you know that has been added by the breakaway roping journal Mm -hmm. and by what you know, Chelsea Schaefer's done at Team Roping Journal for years. She put rope like a girl in front of her 150,000 Facebook Team Roping, you know, fans and in front of her 50,000 people that get the Team Roping Journal magazine. And, and she relentlessly promoted Larry D before it was trendy, before mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame came calling. And I just really, you know, hand it to her for that. And that's that's I'm just so glad all those little pieces have contributed to to where Breakaway has has come yeah we're definitely all surrounded by an elite group of women um that definitely help promote the sport equinity horse xl and equinity ultimate oec helps keep horses bodies in the best shape possible when competing and going down the road the amino acids in equinity products help horses both at home and on the road horses recover faster and overall have healthier coat and hoof quality Equinity products are a go-to for a solid supplement foundation for all horses at any stage of life, no matter what their job is. Equinity Horse XL is made up of 100% pure amino acids, specifically formulated to give the body what it needs in order to promote repair at the cellular level. The Equinity Ultimate OEC is a flaxseed-based omega-3 with natural vitamin E and colloidal all-in-one which makes for a very powerful antioxidant, helps neutralize free radicals, and helps to reduce inflammation. For more information, please visit www.teamequinity.com. That is www.teamequinity.com. Yeah, I'm just glad. And, you know, it's an event that isn't as hard to do when when women get older. Mm -hmm. You know, they might be 50, but, you know, a little brace and a little uh, stretching. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, they, they can still do it. Exactly. Carol Hollers was uh, held the arena record for a while on a young horse at Cheyenne this year. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah. it's, it's anyone's ball game. It doesn't matter your age, size, shape. It You can do it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And it's really neat. And it's given a big, you know, it's just... Um, it's really neat to see where this sport could go mm-hmm. in the future with, with, you know, it, it's kind of like Jolie Jordan and I were talking, it's, it's, it went so fast that now we can build the foundation mm-hmm. and the grassroots back to it. So, yeah. And that's, you know, and speaking of that, it's going so fast um, and we're working up, you know, everyone's heading to Las Vegas this week. If people are listening to this podcast, when it comes out, the the finals are in Las Vegas this year. It's not what everyone was hoping to be at the actual NFR and the Thomas and Mac, but it's a step closer. What are your thoughts on the progress that, you know, women can make and what we can do to help further that step to get into that little indoor arena? Yeah, there, you know, there's a lot of factors, and, mm-hmm. and I think key being that uh, the powers that be there mm-hmm. also own the casinos there in town, and mm-hmm. so their goal is not to have the performances um, take any longer mm-hmm. than they already do. I know they're they're not happy already that, you know, they needed to add some TV breaks and some mm-hmm. hand-breaking in the barrel race, so it's, you know, it's kind of an obstacle there. It's a little bit of a challenge, yeah. but um, I, I don't believe it'll take the breakaway ropers 30 <laughs> years to get into the perfs like it did the barrel racers. Mm-hmm. Um, surely not. But, um, but the, you know, the thing that I think the overarching thing to remember is it's such a fan favorite. You know, I was um, I was a publicist at the American Rodeo uh, for years, and, you know, you would think in the old days, I think the most popular event, typically when you polled audience members, was bull riding. Uh-huh. And that's been the case, you know, for quite a while. Um, I know uh, there was a few years when, when calf roping was really, um, was one of the popular ones as well, but they did polls, you know, in Arlington, mm-hmm. and it was the, it was the women. Yeah. The barrel racing was the most popular thing that fans love to watch and breakaway is is the same. They mm-hmm. they love it just as much and it's a novelty to see cowgirls. Mm-hmm. Uh but I just think that that will will shine through and will hopefully win over, you know, the hearts of of the administrators that have other interests as far as not adding more uh, to those perfs. It's been mm-hmm. a really tight run ship since I worked. Uh, I was I ran the NFR press room in the late 90s and i mean it <laughs> it's it's like clockwork it's mm-hmm. not an easy task to add uh you can't even sneeze and, yeah. and sean davis's schedule at the nfr there was not a time for for any even that so it, it's not probably as easy as some people you know wished it would be mm-hmm. but i do think it's a start to have you know the prca having their national finals and mm-hmm. uh I just hope that they see, you know, the economic value um, mm-hmm. of adding new demographics and new fans and and new members, and uh, they'll just keep it rolling. Yeah, and I'm really glad you brought up that the barrel racers, you know, it took them about 30 years just to get into the NFR as well. So, yeah. you know, it is a process, and that's what people need to realize as well. As much as all of us breakaway ropers really wanted in that yellow, little yellow arena, it's going to take some time. It, you know, it's baby steps. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, yeah, I'm just uh, – I'm just glad the girls get a chance to rope 10 head for, you know, and, and just for for bragging rights, mm-hmm. if not for the big dollars, but uh, it's a start. Yeah, definitely. 
And speaking of roping Ted and Head, can we get a little, can we pick your brain and uh, who do you think's going to kind of excel over there this year? Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's going to be such good watching. And since we have listeners, wow, it's uh, it's going to draw millions. I think it's just going to be, because last year was epic. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch um, all of it, but oh, man, these girls. They, I mean, two, I think it was it was Jordan Fabrizio and, and Martha Angelone. Mm-hmm. They were just went head to head for 10 calves. It yeah. was, you know, like a couple tenths of a second difference. And I love that. I just think that that's such an epic battle. And man, you can't count out Beaujolais. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, you know, I don't know. It's just, that's, it's it, tough. you know, the draw will probably be a factor a little bit, mm-hmm. but, um, it's, there's a strategy to a 10 head, uh, jackpot. And it's a lot different than the strategy. A lot of these girls, um, used at these one headers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's going to be bad, especially for them. It's only two days of 10 rounds. So it's going to be very back to back for, for these ladies. You know, that's true. And if you imagine, you know, getting psyched up for not just one calf, but five, Mm -hmm. you know, in a day, that's going to take a lot out of them. And it's going to, you know, I've, you know, I've been involved with the BFI for a long time and Mm -hmm. and all those guys, they say what makes it such a tough roping is, is not, you know, the conditions, it's Uh the psychological, the mental game of, you know, getting yourself, it's kind of a marathon and Mm -hmm. five calves for that much money it's it'll be i say it's not just five regular average calves a day either it's you know these Uh ladies are trying to win top dollars each round you know and 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 bless these girls i mean honestly they need the money for what they spent to Mm -hmm. travel this year but you know they they want they want the average title yeah i mean they they want to say you know, they won the NFR average, the mm-hmm. NFBR, I guess we should call yeah, it. The but NFBR. that's what they're after. So that's what just makes it uh, so epic and it'll be such good watching. Yeah. What about horsepower? Do you have any thoughts on the horsepower? Gosh, you know, the season <laughs> when they were showing, uh, when they were airing a lot of live rodeos, I did have a couple favorites, but mm-hmm. gosh, it's hard to beat um, that horse of, of Maddie Uthier's. And, um, you know, you always know that. Jackie and Larry D are mounted so well, mm-hmm. and I just don't think you can really pick those horses apart very much. You know, those top three or four, um, and they all—you know—it's funny they they have a little bit different style. You think they yeah. all are just going to run and stop, but you know they they break a little bit different, and mm-hmm. um, and they kind of track to a little different spot. Um, so it's kind of fun to see the differences in those horses. Yeah, no, I, I definitely love watching the top. You know, anyone's horse but definitely the top ladies they have some of the best horsepower going (laughs) it's so much fun to watch it is and then especially you know if they um gosh you know um a little bit if their horse is a little bit shorter which some of them Mm -hmm. you know i feel like god that horse looks short but you know those girls are used to it and Mm -hmm. uh and then they they can beat you (laughs) yeah yeah definitely yeah no, it's especially that short little when they get you right there. If you're not on your game, that could cost you. Right, and I guess it's an even playing field. Nobody mm-hmm. this year has has been to the Orleans Arena yeah. in this in under these conditions before, so that's kind of fun. Also, yeah, I'm definitely excited to go swing by and go watch it. 
It's going to be a lot right, of fun. yeah. I can't stay in town long enough, darn it. I, oh. uh, I really want to. My, um, I have a cousin there uh, out of Montana, uh-huh. and it's just so exciting. She's the mother of two and and um, has, hasn't rodeoed very hard since she started a family, but mm-hmm. just, you know, hit a lick this summer and uh, and has always been a hand. Her whole family has, and so it's really fun. Yeah. She gets to go. That's going to be a lot of fun. There's so much, so much roping between breakaway roping and team roping happening in Las Vegas. It's a little overwhelming, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. I know we've been, you know, between team roping journal and breakaway roping journal, we've been strategizing and figuring out, okay, here, we're going to go here, here, cover this. I'm like, man, <sighs> this year's very overwhelming, but it's a good <laughs> overwhelming, but man, there's a lot to do. <laughs> That is, I didn't think about all, everything you have to cover yeah, in town. It's, it's going to oh be fun. Oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> Julie, you might want to turn your phone off while we're in Vegas. <laughs> we're going to be calling <laughs> <Right>. you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, it's, 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 there's just nothing like Las Vegas and, uh, and the, the level of competition. Mm-hmm. So everyone's looking forward to it. Yeah, that is 100% true. 100% true. Well, Julie, I am so honored that you allowed me to call you and have you on the podcast. Um, And I know I can speak for the entire Equine Network and the Team Roping Journal and Breakaway Roping Journal that we are so very honored that you stick with us and give us awesome stories to put out. It's We are so honored to have you on our team. Thank you so much. And I'm just so glad that it's you know, y'all have stepped on the gas pedal with Breakaway and haven't let off. And I just, I've just been impressed. You know, every time you, you ask me for, for a story and you just, you keep your foot on the gas pedal. I'm just, I love it. So I'm in. (laughs) We're all in. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Julie. All right. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Thank you again for listening to this episode. Julie, congratulations on your 2021 WPRA Media Award. And thank you for being on the Breakaway Breakdown podcast. Don't forget, if you're loving what you're listening to, leave us a rating and review and subscribe to the podcast.